Screw the rules. You know the ones. No eating after 8 p.m., no carbs or sugar, cardio every time you want to have pasta, and no happy hour until you reach your goal weight. All of those quote-unquote health rules suck. Literally, they suck the fun and enjoyment out of life. And we're not standing for that anymore. We're breaking all of the stifling, restrictive, life-sucking health rules and making health fit you so you can create a body that makes you feel fine as fuck while living a life that's fun as fuck. And this podcast is exactly where you are going to learn how to do it. We are Rebels. Rebels. She a rebel, she a bad little bitch, she a rebel, she put a foot to the pedal and take a whole lot from me to settle. Hey Rebels, welcome to episode 75 of the podcast. I am so super excited about this episode today because I've been doing these nutrition audits. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I did this as like a pop-up offer in January and it has lit me up with massive excitement. It has been so fun and so refreshing to hear from new people in my world for them to just be like, fill out the intake form and say, here are my goals, here's what I'm doing, here's my struggle. And for me to just be like, hey, Here are four things that you can do to make shit happen. And it's also reminded me of so many sticky points that we run into in our health life journey. And so today I want to break down one of the biggest ones that personally held me back in part of my fitness journey once I started kind of getting into it and learning and different things like that. But um, I also just wanted to kind of fill you all in on a little bit about life and what's been happening lately. And it's been a really interesting start to 2024 for John and I. We've been so excited. I did our goal setting episode. We've had such um, big goals for this year. And then, you know, we feel like we're off to a running start. Then Portland had this big ass ice storm. And I actually recorded like the last four podcast episodes all way early and had them all banked in advance. And I'm really, really thankful for that because life just took a big swirl. And one of the things that's been really hard for the jury household is we lost our uncle Larry and he, three years ago, almost like down to almost the same week, he was diagnosed with cancer. And um, we are navigating grief during this time. And it's been so interesting and and even now describing of course I don't have the words it's it's really fresh it's really new it's within the last month and uncle larry was really important to us and he was somebody who you know brought john up to portland in order for me to even meet john that's why john's here so that i could meet him and he was somebody who's been my family and for people who listen to the podcast. And if you've listened to, there are some times where I've talked about my childhood. I'm not close with my family. I haven't spoken to my dad in 15 years. And Uncle Larry was like that prominent figure in my life too. And so I'm really thankful that I now sitting here recording this did the podcast podcast episodes previously early. And so while, you know, we're in the depth of going to the hospital and being with family, um, that that was ahead of time. So for all my other coaches and people out there, it does make sense to bank some of your stuff. I wouldn't have been worried if I didn't do it. I would have maybe just repeated some episodes that you've loved and or not put anything out and that would have been okay too. But um, thank you so much for everybody who has heard, has reached out and sent love. That has mattered a lot. And John and I have really, really felt that. And one of the things alongside of this that has been really interesting for me is how I model going through grief. And everybody grieves 
totally differently. But um, I also set out at the beginning of January to be in a fat loss phase. And that, of course, when grief comes and goes, I had to decide how do I want to move forward with this? And the people who were in my behind the scenes, they were the first people that knew that it was happening. I have a behind the scenes of my fat loss phase. Um, If you're interested, you could DM me and I can give you that. But I have shown them, they've seen like, how do I make my decisions on a day-to-day basis of how I want to navigate this grief and this loss and my body? Like, do I give up that goal? Do I keep that goal? And in the end and in the beginning and every day of my decision has always come to, you know, my mind feels not very good. My heart feels not very good. I don't want my body to feel not very good either. I want my body to feel good while I'm going through this. And it is the one thing that I do feel like um, I can take control over, but every day I still get to decide like, you know, is today the day where like, I want to have food be comfort and that bring me joy? Yeah, then that's fine. And so the weight loss has been really interesting to watch and to see. But doing the nutrition audits has been something where, yes, my mind hasn't been to full capacity where I could like knock out nine in a day. And that was the intention when I first opened that up. But I have been doing like two to three when I've been doing them at a time. And it has been so much fun and it has filled my soul with so much joy. And I'm so super happy about it. So what I want to talk about today, that was a long intro, but I just feel like you guys are part of my life and I feel like you need the updates. So there you go. Um, But the one nutrition audit that I want to talk about today is somebody submitted on her intake form and she's a follower of my Instagram. I believe she listens to the podcast. So hi, you know who you are Um, because she already had a lot of strategies. And so on the intake form in the nutrition audit, it asks you, what are you doing? How has it worked for you? What is your plan? And as I was reading this, I was like, hmm, I feel like if she was following this plan to a T, like this plan is something I would have created for. It was, she was nudging her movement up and being really graceful, knowing as a mom and as a busy person, you know, how many times she could hit the gym, et cetera, different things like that, or how many steps she could take. And she was monitoring her steps and saying like, okay, I know that if I don't do it this morning, then I'm able to flex in the afternoon. And she got these beautiful nudges. So she's obviously using the nudge system. And then so many of the other strategies that we've talked about, like different Goldilocks levels and things like that. And so I was just like, hmm, something's going on here. And this made me think about, there are times where we feel like I am doing all the things, where are my fucking results? And this is with everything in life. Of course, this is a health life example, but I mean, there are even times as a business owner, I sit down, I'm like, I'm doing all the things. Why is my business not XYZ-ing whatever result it is that I'm looking for? And I know other coaches listening to this, you'll be able to, or anybody running their own business can feel that in their mind and in their body. There's so many times with so many things. It could even be saving money. Like, I feel like I'm doing the right things. I'm not having my Starbucks. I'm not doing this. I'm following this plan, but I'm not getting the results that I want. And when we think that way, and very specifically with our health, when we think I'm doing all the things and I'm not getting results, so often like doing all the things plus not getting results equals the equation like equals out to us thinking we are broken and I've been there where I'm like oh of course my hormones are out of whack and I know you all have been there too because I hear that all the time in my dms I hear that all the time around the happy hour table a lot I and we jump so far forward and they're like well obviously you know then we think if I can't lose weight doing this 
thing, then obviously I have to take that pill or obviously then I have to go to, you know, and no shade on a functional nutritionist, but I think a lot of people jump to that way before it's necessary, right? A lot of people jump to all of these very advanced things for their body before we actually need them. And this is why, because we feel like I'm doing all the things but I'm not getting results equals I'm broken. There must be something else I need to fix that's more advanced. And I have found, I have yet to find someone who has come to me. And again, I I don't attract people who actually might have like really deep hormonal issues, right? That's not my bag. I don't do that. But I have found every single time someone who's come to me and said, my hormones are out of whack, my body is broken, this doesn't work, that it has never been true. And I have helped so many people who thought that maybe their hormones were messed up when the, that wasn't the issue at all, right? Even people who've auto, with autoimmune diseases, I've helped lose weight in my program, not treating their autoimmune disorder, but working on ways to help them lose weight that listens to their body and where their body's at, right? But that, that's another podcast for another time. Here is what I find. We are not broken, but there's usually two reasons why we would be doing all the things but not getting results. The first thing is consistency with those things. You might be doing all the things. You might have like a day where you hit your steps. You're like, yeah, I hit my 7,500 steps today. I'm so super pumped. And you're like, and I ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I didn't skip breakfast today. I'm super proud of myself. I had a vegetable. I had two vegetables in lunch and three vegetables for dinner. I did it all, right? You have those days and you're like, I'm doing all the things. And then you weigh yourself the next day and you're like, it didn't fucking work. And the reason why is because, and this is where so many people are like, it takes time. It's not that it takes time. It takes consistency. And I think those two things are not necessarily the same thing, right? So consistency means we do that day. We have that type of day over and over and over and over. But so often, and I, and believe me, I am just like this. Humans are the poorest self-reporters, right? We think all the time, like, but I've totally been doing that. I've always been doing that. Like even poor self-reporting, like I think about when John and I get in an argument, I have had to train myself really hard not to say always and not to say never. Because I'll be like, I always do that, John. And then I'm like, okay, wait. If I stop and think, oh, I didn't do it last Friday and I didn't do that on Wednesday. And oh shoot, I didn't do that yet today, right? We so often believe we are doing more than we really are, right? And I think that that's a really important thing for us just to recognize as humans. There's nothing wrong with anybody. That's just being human. That's just the way our brain, our brain likes to fill in gaps in a way that serves us the best. So we think we're always doing that. And so what we need to do is look back and say, okay, I'm doing all of those things, but did I only do it three days this week? If I only did it three days in the last seven days, then less than half the time I'm being consistent. So of course I'm going to get less than half the results that I want, right? And so that's something that's really, really important for us to look at. Hey, do you ever feel like if you just had the right plan to follow that you could stick to it and you would get results? Or that you are good at showing up and going to the gym, but you know that nutrition is the key, but you just don't know where to start? 
I used to feel this way all the time when I first started my health journey and there was never anywhere to turn that felt reliable or that gave me a nutrition plan for me. Pinterest or Google weren't specific enough to me and those macro calculators, I just didn't feel like I could trust them. And there's this rule in the world right now that in order to get a personalized nutrition plan that you have to hire a nutrition coach full time. And well, since it's a rule, we are breaking it. For the first time ever, I am doing personalized nutrition audits for you. With an audit, you will get a nutrition goal that is completely personalized to you and your lifestyle and the result that you want. And that will include, it could be calories, it could be calories and protein, or how to go about doing it all without tracking it all for your nutrition plan. Plus, I'll include one to three mini goals that support the results that you want. I'll send it all to you with a custom video from me explaining how to implement it and why I set that goal for you in the first place. No gatekeeping here, just you getting results. The link will be in the description box below. The other thing is a little bit harder. And this one is harder because it feels really emotional. And this one was hard for me in my journey. And it's the honesty with those things. And honesty and consistency are kind of the same. Where consistency is like this, just didn't realize the amount of time I was or wasn't putting into doing those strategies that will work for me. Honesty is kind of lying to ourselves to make ourselves feel better and to make ourselves feel comfortable in trying and to put the blame, like in my own personal situation, I believe it was to put the blame of me not getting results somewhere else so I didn't have to feel that it was my fault. I think honesty with things like, um, for me personally, in my history with the story, it was saying things like, oh, well, I did only eat one teaspoon of ketchup when I was just making this joke on a coaching call this week where it's like, yeah, no, I did not, right? And ketchup isn't gonna make or break it, but that's just one of those ideas and those patterns. I've had a lot of clients in the beginning of working with me, like a long time ago, I actually haven't heard this in a while, but it used to be a fairly common thing that clients would say to me, you know, my first like couple weeks, I would lie a lot on my check-ins and my intake forms because I felt bad because I didn't want to like tell myself and tell you that I did quote unquote the wrong thing. And then they would always follow up and say, but now I feel really comfortable because obviously now I know you as my coach. And I, one of the things I've been complimented a lot on is I don't make people feel wrong. I don't make people feel like they did something bad because I don't believe that we do do anything bad, right? Right. And when we think about the untruths, and I actually went to this person um, when I was doing their nutrition audit, and I just DM'd them on Instagram and asked them about this. And one of the things that they responded and said back to me is they're like, oh yeah, you know, I did put on the intake form that I only have like two drinks, but she was like, but I do know I had six last Saturday, right? And that's not honesty, for her. And she also said there was something else, like there were no snacks that she had on her intake form. And she was like, every once in a while, like maybe two to four days a week, I'll have a snack. And she's like, that's actually not true because I realized with my kids, I actually do eat their snack during their snack time, like every day. And the truth of this is honesty can hurt, but lying to yourself hurts worse. And what I found for me is I would lie and track my food in my fitness pal. I wouldn't be honest about it because I wanted to see me hit that stupid my fitness pal 1200 calorie goal. Like this is way back in my past. 
And what I realized, like the turning point in my mind is that lying to my fitness pal, no one else cares. No, and especially not a little fucking mechanical app. Like they definitely don't care about me. But lying only hurts me. It only hurts me. It only hurts my progress. And so I had to really sit with myself and think, okay, well, how do I get out of this? How do I become okay with the truth? And here's here's what I do for both consistency and both honesty. So again, if you are feeling like I'm doing all the things, but I'm not getting results and you might be feeling like, oh, that consistency might be me or you might be like, oh, that honesty might be me. Here is what you do next. And I attribute this to... Um, I, I, I'm a scientist, right? I have like science background. I have done research projects, depending on who you ask, because I have had some splashback about this of it's like, quote unquote, published or not. I'm going to say it is published. It is out in the world. You can read it. I have it printed in a book that counts as published to me. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Obviously, there's a little bit of bitterness there from that person. But here's what I would do. I would take data to understand objectively what your actions actually are. Take data to figure out how consistent you are and take data to figure out how honest you are with what you're actually doing and are you showing up for those things. This is what I like to think about data. So often, like for instance, let's use tracking your food as data. We look at tracking our food as emotion. (coughs) We look as tracking our food as a goal. So this is what I would do instead. If we are tracking our food as data, there is no emotion tied to it except for curiosity. I'm curious what is happening. There is no goal you quote unquote should reach. So if you are using something like MyFitnessPal, this is what I would do. I think that tracking in MyFitnessPal is actually way easier. You could also write in a journal. You could take pictures of your food, whatever it is. I think MyFitnessPal is nice because it does all the work for you. You could literally put in like four ounces of steak and it would like takes track of the calories. It takes track of all of that. You just pop it into dinner whenever it was. But I would set my MyFitnessPal goal to 5,000. I would set my goal to 5,000 calories, right? If you are a guy listening to this, you might actually eat 5,000 calories. So I would set it to 7,000, something you know you're not going to reach. It's very possible we reach 2,000 calories. It's very possible we reach 3,000 calories. I've seen a lot of days of my clients reaching like 3,500 calories. It's very easy to do in the world today if you're going out to eat in portion sizes they give you, et cetera, et cetera. So I'd put your calorie goal up to 5,000 calories. The reason being is my fitness pal is a total jerk hole when they're like, oh, you've gone over your fat goal for today and it turns it red. And then immediately it doesn't become data, it becomes emotion, it becomes guilt. So just get rid of that by setting the goal so high that my fitness pal isn't gonna tell you shit, okay? So that's your first step. Then for two weeks, not five days, like people love to do this. And I always think this is so weird when other coaches are like, tell me what you've eaten in the last five days. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That doesn't even count a weekend, Like that doesn't even count like days where things are like thrown off and anybody can do anything for five days and probably change and it won't be a true accurate depiction of what your data is. So I want you to look at your data for two weeks and people who think that tracking is really hard, that's another conversation for another time, but I'd ask yourself, why do you think it's hard? I would ask yourself, if you were about to lose the 15 pounds you wanna lose, are you willing to track for 15 minutes a day for 14 days? Your answer is going to be yes. Like, I don't know anybody who's like, no, I'd rather keep my 15 pounds on than track for 15 minutes a day, right? So work, you coach yourself on that perspective of what tracking is. So many people think it's really hard. 
if you switch it and say, it's easy, look at how it's easy. How could it be easy for you? But anyways, again, another pod for another time. That would actually be a great podcast episode for another time. I want you to look at what you are actually doing. How much consistency are you actually having with your goals? How many days are you actually showing up with them? And what is your honesty with what you're doing? If you are finding wherever you are with consistency, let's say we go back to that example of you are three days out of seven days, I want you to practice nudging it up and saying, okay, let me use the nudge system. I think it's episode like five, go back and listen to it. I want you to nudge your way up. If you were at three days, say, okay, I'm gonna be consistent with all of these things now for four out of the seven days. And I want you to get up to six out of seven, but I don't want you to jump straight to six out of seven because there's a reason why you're only doing it three out of seven now. There's something else in your life that feels like it's kind of a block, so I don't want you to get overwhelmed by thinking you have to be perfect. Remember, that's not what we do here. That is not a rule we follow. That is a massive rule we break. Remember, you're a rebel. So we're breaking that rule. So I want you to nudge up. So if you're at three out of seven days, let's work on getting it to four out of seven. When you have it at four out of seven for at least two weeks, three weeks, then try to bring it up to five out of seven. When you get it to five out of seven, you're already gonna be seeing results, okay? So that is if you're not being consistent. If you find that you're not being honest, this is where it gets a little bit sticky, a little bit tricky. What we need to do is get you new strategies so that you can actually stick to your plan, right? So maybe you are saying, we'll use that other example where this person had the nutrition on it, her plan was just to have two drinks, but really she likes to have six. Maybe we need to meet somewhere in the middle and plan ahead calorically for her to have three and a half drinks, right? And then just practice finding that Goldilocks level for her drinks, right? That would be a strategy that's more realistic is like, okay, we're gonna add and allow for more drinks, maybe not all the way to six, but try to scale that back to a Goldilocks level, right? Or if she's having snacks with her children, then calorically, she just needs a plan to add them in, right? So we need to find a strategy so that you can actually stick to your plan. Sometimes that plan can look really, really good, but that doesn't mean it's really, really good for your life and your lifestyle. Remember, those are rules. The only thing we need to do and follow is what works and fits for us. So these two things are really important, your consistency and your honesty. With those two things, I know, I promise, I am proof, all my clients are proof that you will reach your weight loss, body shape, and honestly, for that matter, every other goal that you want and have in life. I'm so excited for you. Tell me how this works for you. Tell me where this hits for you. Send me a DM on Instagram at It's Kayla Jury. I cannot wait to hear from you. Hey, I wanted to pop in for a minute to let you know that I know how it feels to declare I'm not eating any more sweets until I lose 10 pounds and my arms don't jiggle anymore. Only to watch everyone else enjoying brownies while you just smell one and pretend that you got to eat it. I said no over and over and over again, trying to be perfect, trying to use all my willpower to stick to the plan and follow all those weight loss rules because I thought nothing would taste better than skinny felt. I did it over and over so many times and never lost those 10 pounds and my arms definitely still jiggled and 
I want to ask you, what if all those rules we hate can be broken and you can still create the body that will make you feel so confident? I know it sounds like a fairy tale, the type of thing that you dream of and you think that it sounds too good to be true, but I have done it. I've created the body of my dreams without gross green smoothies and by moving in ways that I love and I have helped hundreds of other women do the same and I am going to help you do it too. These rules, the reasons why they suck the joy out of your life is because they don't fit your life. They are trying to change the way you love to live and that is why we are never consistent with them. They go against everything that we each love and what makes life fun and full and enjoyable. And when we follow these rules, we are trying to fit into a small restrictive box instead of making our health fit our life instead. And this is the work we do in Whole You. We are the Whole You Rebels and we are here to break all of those stifling, restrictive, life-sucking health rules and make health fit you so you can create a body that makes you feel fine as fuck while living a life that is fun as fuck. No more eating foods you hate. No more doing workouts you hate. No more skipping out on fun events with your friends because you don't want to be tempted. You and me, we want to experience life differently and have the body of our dreams while we do it. So I am inviting you to break all these rules with me. Join the rebellion.